Hello, everyone. Welcome to Section 105 Game Day. I am your host, Evan Yost, and with me, I have co-host Davis Jackson. Hey, how's it going? All right, so before we get started, we would like to do something that we haven't ever really done, uh, and that is we have a friend. Uh, her name is Emma Hayes, and she has her 16th birthday today, so happy birthday to Emma Hayes. Yep, happy birthday, Emma. All right, so now after uh, now after that, we will actually get started with our actual NFL Week 3 episode. So, as always, we'll get things kicked off with games to recap. Uh, so, number one, Thursday night football, we got the Bengals versus Browns, two former first-round picks in Joe Burrow and Baker Mayfield. Uh, so, the Browns put Burrow and Bengals in as the Browns beat the Bengals 35-30, to while Nick Chubb runs all over the Cincy D as uh, ha- having – 22 carries for 124 yards and two touchdowns. In the past, I mentioned don't start any Browns running backs, but to be honest, this is actually probably one of the better games that uh, Nick Chubb's had. I mean, he's had some 30 point, some 30 like fantasy point games and like so over 200 yards or whatever. But I mean, that's a pretty good uh, situation considering I think uh, also Kareem Hunt also had like 24 or 20 something right behind him, uh, fantasy points, which. To have that many running, to have two running backs have over twenty points. Yeah, um, I was really impressed with uh, the way Burrow played last week as uh, his second career game. He didn't play great in his first game; he played pretty good. But his second game, man, he was off the charts. He played very, very well. I mean, the Bengals didn't come out with the uh, win in the end, but uh, I was still um, Burrow played really well, and I think that. Uh, the Bengals definitely have something down there with uh, Joe Burrow. Yeah, they didn't come out with the win, but it's looking good for them. And you got to give it to Baker Mayfield, Nick Chubb, and uh, like like you said, Kareem Hunt as well as Odell Beckham. Uh, they all played really well, and a uh, good win for the Browns. All right. So next we'll go to the Giants Bears. Uh, New York really couldn't get anything going on offense as Danny Dimes has one of his worst career games so far, and David Montgomery had a day going for 16 carries for 82 yards with three receptions and uh, 45 yards for one touchdown as the bears went in a close one, 17 to 13. And they had, and the one thing that I noticed is that giants had the ball on the red zone twice and couldn't come up with a touchdown. And they were both at the end of the game. So they held the bears twice and then got to the red zone twice and couldn't do anything with it, with going for it on fourth down. Yeah, it was a close win for the Bears, uh, like you said, 17-13. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky, played, he played really well in week one, but in week two he did not play that well. He threw for only 190 yards. He did throw two touchdowns, but he also threw two interceptions. Like you said, Daniel Jones didn't play well either. Um, the defenses were the ones that made this game, obviously, a 17-13 win is a low-scoring game, so you obviously have uh, defense in that. But uh, it was a game one in the trenches. It was a game um, – it was a battle of two defenses, and the Bears were the ones that uh, pulled away and won that one. All right, so next we will go to the Jaguars and Titans. Uh, Steven Goskowski is the hero for Tennessee two weeks in a row after the win last week against the Broncos, and now a 33-30 to win against the Jaguars as Ryan Tannehill proves great for the Titans once again as he throws for 200 and. Uh, uh, 39 yards and four touchdowns going 18 for 24 in the Titans win. 
Yeah, it was a surprisingly close one for the Titans, uh, considering that the Jaguars were expected to be um, the team that finished with the first pick in the NFL draft, meaning that they were widely considered to be the worst team in the league. But, uh, yeah, they, they won week one against the Colts, and then they almost beat the uh, Titans, who reached the AFC Championship game last season. Um, they needed another late field goal. In week one, they needed a late field goal to beat the Broncos. And in week two, they needed a late field goal to beat the Jags. Uh, and the Jaguars might not be that bad after all. Like you said, you highlighted Ryan Tannehill. He played very well. The 239 yards and four touchdowns. Uh, he's looking good again this year. All right, next we got the uh, Bills versus the Dolphins. Uh, Josh Allen and the Bills get the best of the Dolphins uh, uh, this uh, in this uh, last week's matchup, uh, 31-28, to as Josh Allen hits a career high with 417 passing yards and four touchdowns going 24 for 35 and no interceptions against the Dolphins D. Josh Allen is playing amazing, man. In week one, mm-hmm. he set his career high. Week two, he broke it. He is looking really good. It was a 31 to 28 win for the Bills, but it was a lot. Uh, it was the game. The score was a lot closer than the game actually was. The Bills were up like, I think it was like 38 17 with like two minutes to go, or 31 17 with like two minutes to go, and then the uh, uh, Dolphins scored two quick, uh, a quick touchdown and a quick field goal. Um, so it was a lot. Cl- it was a lot more of a. Uh, it was a lot easier win than the score looks. Uh, for the Dolphins, Mike Jacecki played well, 130 yards and a touchdown. But, man, Josh Allen, really, really good game, 417 yards and four scores. All right, so the next game is the Bills versus the Dolphins. Uh, Josh Allen and the Bills get the best of the Dolphins in a 31-28 to win as Josh Allen hits his career high with 417 passing yards with four touchdowns going 24 for 35 in this really good game for his career. Yeah, in week one, he set his new career high. Week two, he broke it uh, for passing yards. 417 yards is now, like you said, his new career high. He's playing awesome right now, man. Uh, Like you said, 417 yards, four touchdowns. They won 31-28, but the score was a lot closer than the game actually was. The Bills are looking really good right now. All right, so next we'll go to our defending champs, the Chiefs versus the Chargers. Harrison Bucker wins it in a late overtime field goal against Justin Herbert's NFL debut as Tyrod Taylor gets knocked out early. Um, but he makes his NFL de- debut as a Charger, and Patrick Mahomes was looking pretty good, 27 for uh, 47 with 302 yards and two touchdowns with six carries for 54 yards as the Chiefs win at 33-30 to uh, 30, 33 as well. Um, uh, just like the, uh, uh, just like, uh, shoot, who was it? Uh, anyway, just like the Jaguars Titans. Yeah. Wait, 23, 20. I, I guess yeah, I was looking was at, I was probably look, actually looking at the Jaguars Titans game whenever I did my notes, but anyways, so anyways, 23, 20, uh, yeah, re- Justin Herbert's looking pretty good. I mean, this knockout for, uh, with Tyrod Taylor, not good for Tyrod Taylor, but it might actually proved to be good for the Chargers as Justin Herbert's going to be the starter because he was looking really good going into overtime against the defending champions. So uh, it's a really good game for uh, Justin Herbert's first day. You know, the Chargers head coach, Anthony Lynn, actually said that uh, if Tyrod Taylor's healthy, he'll, uh, Taylor will be the starter and Herbert will be the backup, which I understand because you want to have that 
a rookie quarterback to be groomed. You don't want to put him into the uh, uh, put him into the fire in year one because that doesn't always turn out well. But he looked really good in this game. It was a surprisingly close game, like you said, twenty three twenty. Chiefs needed a game winning field goal in overtime uh, to win this game. Pat Mahomes played well, three hundred two yards, two touchdowns. Well, it was Herbert who stole the show, uh, three hundred eleven yards, one touchdown. Uh, he did throw a pick, but he's a rookie. Everybody throws interceptions. He played really well in the Chargers' close loss. Yeah, not only that, but he did throw a pick against probably one of the best teams in the NFL by far. <laughs> so, I mean, not too much to, uh, not too much to complain about. So, all right. So next we'll go to the Patriots versus the Seahawks. Seahawks win Super Bowl Forty Nine rematch, thirty-five to thirty, as it came down to the wire as Russell Wilson. Uh, lights up going 21 for 28 with 288 yards and five touchdowns and only one interception against the tough Pats D. Yeah, it was a really good Sunday night game. Cam Newton played well also. He threw 397 yards through the air with 47 on the ground, accounting for 444 total yards and three total touchdowns. Uh, but like you said, Russell Wilson's 288 yards, five touchdowns were enough to give the Seahawks uh, that 35-30 win. Uh, and a thriller on Sunday night. All right, so next we'll go to our next game, which was probably by far one of the best games of the week. Probably one of the best games that will ever happen in the season. Um, but anyways, it is the Falcons boys, and all I got to say is, wow. Mike McCarthy leads a he- I guess leads a heck of a halftime speech, or more like a court- first quarter speech, as the Cowboys fumbled four times in the first cover in the first quarter, three of them were covered by Atlanta. One of them was covered by the Cowboys, but Atlanta did end up scoring points off of all of them. Seven as they went up seventeen to nothing in the first, ended up going twenty to zero in the first. Uh, Cowboys came back actually before the uh, after the third, twenty nine to twenty four, and uh, ended up uh, winning in a four second stop clock field goal by the Greg Zerlin after an onside recovery. Um, but Dak Prescott fumbled once in the first, but was solid for the rest of the game, uh, being th- uh, 34 for 47 with 450 yards and one touchdown, including five carries for 18 yards and three touchdowns for a total of four total touchdowns. Yeah, it was a great game. Like you said, wow. Cowboys came back from down 20 to nothing at one point to win 40 to 39. 450 yards and a touchdown through the air for Dak Prescott. And uh, 18 yards and three touchdowns on the ground for Dak. Um, I'm shocked that the Cowboys won this game. I thought that they would have. I thought that it was over probably by the end of by halftime for sure. Um, and at one point, the Falcons had a 99.9% chance to win this game, and they lost it. Falcons are great at choking, I guess. Oh yeah, I mean, 20 to nothing against 27 to three. I mean, it's not. <laughs> Not a to- whole lot of difference there. I mean, also, it's just like you don't even have the pressure of the Super Bowl. But it was a really good game, not really for the Falcons fans or Fal- or the Falcons team, but for the Cowboys and Mike McCarthy, it was a really good game. All right, so next we'll go to the uh, Saints versus the Raiders. Monday night football last night, really good game. Uh, I predicted the Raiders to win. You predicted the Saints. The Raiders did end up winning, but Alvin Kamara does go off with 13 carries for 79 yards with nine receptions for 95 yards and two total touchdowns. Uh, and Derek Carr, though, also went off throwing for 20, going 28 for 38 with 282 yards and three touchdowns with no interceptions in the Raiders' 34-24 to 24 win. 
Yeah, it was a great upset by the Raiders to open their new uh, their new stadium, Elite Stadium in Las Vegas. Uh, Derek Carr played really well, like you said, 282 yards, three scores. Saints aren't looking too well after just a decent week one win over the Bucks and this week two loss. Yes, they didn't have Michael Thomas at full health in week one, and they didn't have him in week two, but they still need to play better. Uh, the Saints, talent-wise, are better than the Raiders, in my opinion. They definitely got to pick it up and play better. Yeah, all right. So next we'll go on. To, that wraps up the games to recap. Next we'll go on to some news updates. And so first of all, we'll get things kicked off with the NFL. Okay, so you, all you fans out there of no matter who your team really was this week, try not to, like, tear up this, over this because this is some really, like, heartbreaking news for a lot of people. So number one, Nick Bosa tore his ACL. All, all of this happened this week uh, until I say otherwise. Uh, Nick Bosa tore his ACL. Uh, Saquon Barkley tore his ACL. Seahawks defensive lineman Bruce Irvin tore his ACL. Also, along with Cortland Sutton tearing his ACL, all those will be out for the season. Christian McCaffrey uh, has a high ankle sprain. Also, along with Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo, um, Drew Locke sprained his AC joint in his shoulder. Um, so, already, the, with George Kittle also being out, the 49ers and Broncos are in trouble. Uh, because of also Nick Bosa. Um, Devontae Adams has a hamstring injury. Trevon Young, cornerback, Baltimore Ravens, knee injury. Byron Jones, a groin injury. Raheem Mostert sprained his MCL. Tyrod Taylor, chest, but like you said, he will be healthy. Anthony Barr, shoulder uh, injury. Chidobe Awuzie, hamstring injury. Jonathan Joseph, leg injury. Julio Jones also got knocked out of the Cowboys game. I think he's uh, he's okay now. And plus the already existing injuries that we know about, Michael Thomas, George Kittle, Marlon Mack, et cetera. A lot of injuries. Yeah. I mean, this is only the first, like, two weeks, y'all. I mean, this is two weeks. And, I mean, all the ones that I named except for except for Michael Thomas, George Kittle, and Marlon Mack were all this week. I mean, I know that it's just, like, a lot of fantasy teams got busted. Um, I mean, mainly with Saquon Barkley because that's a huge hit. But, I mean, this is just some tough stuff, man. Yep. But, all right, so now we'll go on to the NBA updates. All right, so uh, first in Western Conference Finals, the Lakers lead the Nuggets 2-0 in the series. They're playing game three right now. The Lakers lead 8-2 to two with about nine and, nine and a half minutes to play in the first quarter. And tomorrow – is game four of the Celtics Heat Eastern Conference Finals. The Heat lead that series two to one, trying to take a three one lead tomorrow, while the Lakers try to take a three oh lead today. Um I'm looking forward to both these series and uh yeah I'm just ready to see how it plays out. Who gets into the finals, who wins the finals. It would right. be interesting to see uh it would in- be interesting to see a Lakers Heat finals with uh LeBron versus LeBron, the- yes. His Heat, former team. Lakers Celtics too. The history. Yes, I know. Yeah, I mean, either way, if the Lakers win, either way, it's going to be a really, really cool game. But yeah, I mean, it's, it feels like forever since LeBron's been on the Heat, though. All right, so now we'll go on to some MLB news. Uh, one bit of news, uh, other than just some ranking stuff, is that. Uh, Yankees uh, player Luke Voigt has 21 home runs, and uh, he's the home run leader, and will probably end the season as the leader at about 25 or 24 by the end of the season because the 
the season ends on Sunday. That is the last game. So, uh, so for MLB updates, uh, American League uh, Rays, White Sox, A's, Twins, and Yankees all clinched the playoff spot. Uh, the other three teams in the playoffs because of the extended playoffs will most likely be the Indians, Blue Jays, and Astros due to the uh, due to the Tigers and Orioles being so far out that they – being, I think, four or five games out. Uh, so, I mean, they'd have to obviously win out and have the Astros lose, m- like, multiple games. So, uh, next is the National League. Uh, Dodgers and Padres are actually the only ones that have clinched so far. But the other six are kind of up for grabs between the Cubs, Braves, Marlins, Cardinals, and Phillies. And then the Reds and Brewers and Giants aren't really too far behind. So it's going to – I mean, it's kind of going to be a really good game. I mean, a good, really good matchup between those, see who actually gets in and uh, who's out. Uh, I'd like to see the Reds in the playoffs again, but so I would also like to see the Giants in the, play, uh, in the playoffs again too. Yeah, the season feels like it just started. Yeah, it's I know. Well, that's what ha- that's what happens whenever you do a whenever you cut a 162 season to a 60 game season. Just yeah, and three games happening in three days for pretty much every team, mm-hmm. with very little off days. So the season goes by fast. And it's, it started in August, didn't it? Uh, it started in late July on July. I know that the Orioles' first game was July 24th. Yeah, so it's been like just two months. Mm-hmm. Insane, because I mean, it would usually at this point it would it would already be almost over as well, but it'd be like already gone through like six months almost. Mm-hmm. So, but, all right. So next we'll go on to some. Uh, picks. Uh, these aren't our actual like game picks, but these are just some kind of like picks. Uh, so coverage picks uh, is number one. My first coverage pick is that the Browns will not cover seven over Washington. Um, I know that the Browns really impressed in uh, against the Bengals, but it is the Bengals, um, and Washington's looking a lot better than they were last year. Uh, their defensive line is looking really good. I think that they're really going to overpower that Browns horrible offensive line. Uh, and I think that they'll be able to get in there a lot and sack Baker Mayfield, uh, and Baker Mayfield won't really have time to get the ball to whoever. So it's going to be a really good matchup, but I don't have Cleveland covering it. I think that they still will win, but it will be a good game. My first coverage pick is that the Titans will cover 2.5 versus the Vikings. Vikings are not good this year. They got beat pretty badly by the uh, Packers, and then uh, got beat badly by the Colts. In week two, I think the Titans are a lot better than that. I think they'll win that one by double digits. All right, next we'll go to the Patriots versus the Raiders. Um, I well, We don't really do underdog picks because the NFL and so many games can be so close and you never really know. Um, so it's a lot easier to do that in college football. But I do almost kind of qualify this as an underdog pick too. I don't think the Patriots will cover six and a half over the Raiders, which kind of indicates that I think that the Raiders will win as almost like an underdog pick. So I think that's going to be a really good game, but the Raiders did show up really good against the Saints, and the Saints are a better team, I think, than the Patriots. So I think that the Raiders should be able to handle them. It's just whether or not Derek Carr can get it past the uh, Patriots secondary. But even if they don't, they still got Josh Jacobs, who's been a probably a top five running back this year so far. 
Yeah, I think that'll be a pretty good game this week. For my second underdog uh, coverage pick, I have the Steelers will cover four versus the Texans. Texans aren't looking too well. Uh, the Steelers, in my opinion, are probably overall the third or fourth best team in the AFC behind, obviously, the uh, Ravens and the Chiefs and maybe the Titans. I don't know. Uh, I think they'll win this one by at least seven, probably more, and cover that four-point spread. All right, so next we'll go into our fantasy kind of part. Uh, is uh, So we got the players to target. Uh, number one players to target is I almost kind of group people, to, almost positions together, is that I have Ryan Tannehill and Cam Newton. Uh, these are like two really – so far players that have really impressed. Ryan Tannehill did really good last week. And, I mean, to be honest, Cam Newton's done good the past two weeks. And I'm really surprised by that. I mean, I, I know that Cam Newton's – I knew that Cam Newton was good whenever he got knocked out. I didn't know he'd be like I, – I mean, me and you both weren't expecting him to do this good whenever he came back. But – so I kind of grouped those together, but definitely think uh, into getting uh, Ryan Tannehill uh, and Cam Newton, especially if your team got hit hard by the uh, by the injury, like, waves thing this week. <laughs> Yeah, I'll go ahead and go with my number two player first because it's Ryan Tannehill as well. Uh, he's been playing really well uh, in weeks one and two, and I think he's definitely a player you should target if you, uh, like you said, had um, anything with injuries like uh, or anything, and you need or if you need more depth at the quarterback position. Like if you just have one quarterback who's not doing too well, or if you have two quarterbacks and you need and you want a third, if you have one quarterback and you want a second, uh, Ryan Tannehill's probably out there available. And I think you should go get him uh, if he is available because he's playing really well. All right. Next, we will go to our my my second one is uh, uh, also I kind of grouped two people together is uh, running is running backs Dion Lewis or Devontae Freeman. Uh, the Giants signed Devontae Freeman. Uh, we just got the alert right before recording this. So uh, Devontae uh, so uh, Devontae Freeman is now on the Giants for one year on uh, three million dollar contract. Uh, surprised kind of he lasted this long. I mean, it was a, I mean, it was a decent amount of time. Um, but I think that this is a really good pickup by the Giants. Devontae Freeman is a veteran running back who has proved that he's been really good. Uh, Deion Lewis, they have him. We don't really know who's going to be the starter right now. I mean, they did pick up Devontae Freeman, uh, about, I think, five, yeah, five days before their game. So, I mean, I think that he might be good to go. It's just whether or not he knows, like, some of the plays and stuff that he needs to run. Yeah, and with all the, like, coronavirus stuff, like the league-required stuff, if he has to do all, right, like, protocols or whatever. But right. uh, for my uh, other player, he was he was number one on the list, but because you had Tannehill, I went with Tannehill, who was number two. So my technically my number one guy, I'm saying him second, but it's Robbie Anderson, the Panthers wide receiver. Back-to-back weeks, he's had a big game. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater's really looking his way, and I think that uh, – Anderson's probably out there on the waiver wire. If he's not, uh, then he's not. Uh, but he probably should be out there. Um, I, I definitely go try to add Robbie Anderson. He's uh, been playing well, and if he keeps up this, uh, the way he's been playing, he's going to be a top ten uh, receiver in fantasy. I think he's like number eight or nine right now. Uh, so definitely go add him, especially with like the injury wave and stuff, like Devontae Adams, uh, Cortland Sutton. Um, guys like that who probably could be starters on your team. I know Devontae Adams is a starter on mine, and I have Cortland Sutton as well. Uh, so definitely look to add uh, Robbie Anderson this week. 
right. Uh, next, we'll go to our players to start. Uh, number one, I got Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley's been blowing up, and with Julio going out of the Cowboys game, I don't know if he's healthy or not. But to be honest, Julio hasn't really been getting that many targets, whereas Calvin Ridley has had 30-point to 20-point back-to-back games, which is starter quality. Like, I'm start- I'm talking like, I mean, that's like Michael Thomas-ish quality and stuff. Tyreek Hill, that's like that kind of stuff. I mean – that's pretty insane, uh, but I mean, I would definitely, you definitely need to start him this week uh, because he's just been unbelievable. Uh, so definitely looking to starting him this week against the Bears. I don't, the Bears, they should. I really think that this is going to be kind of a, sh- a shootout, to be honest. But I mean, their secondary is not very good, so I think that uh, Matt Ryan should be able to get the ball to Calvin Ridley quite a bit. My first player you should start this week is Josh Allen. He's playing against the Rams. The Rams have been pretty good. Um, week one, they played uh, Dak Prescott well. In week two, they played Carson Wentz well. But the way that Josh Allen's been playing is off the charts. I have him on my team. He put up, I think, 35 in week one and 43 in week two. Uh, definitely start Josh Allen this week. Um, because with the way he's been playing, I, don't wanna leave, I wouldn't want to leave him on my bench and risk losing 30 point to 40 point. Uh, games like what he's been having. So, look to start Josh Allen this week. All right. Uh, my second player to, tar- um, to start is uh, Joe Burrow. Uh, Bengals uh, are playing against the uh, Eagles this week. The Eagles do have a pretty good secondary with Darius Slay, but I do think that it's – I think I do think that Joe Burrow will be able to get the ball to a few, uh, quite a few of his targets, and I think that he's going to have a really good game. Uh, so, I mean, I would definitely look into starting him as well this week. Uh, so, but yeah, I think that he'll do pretty good this week. My other player to start is uh, Seahawks wide receiver DK Metcalf. Uh, with Chidobie Wujie out for the Cowboys, and with the way that uh, Robert Woods torched him in week one and Calvin Ridley torched him in week two, and with the way DK Metcalf has been playing, I really think that DK Metcalf is definitely a guy you should start this week because Russell Wilson has been looking his way a lot. Um, start DK Metcalf this week if you have him. Some leagues he might be available if you're like playing a small league. Uh, it's like four guys or so, or four people. And uh, yeah, but it, you should you he'll not be available. So if you have him, start him. I think he's going to play really well this week. Definitely a player to start. All right, next we got the uh, players to bench. Uh, number one, I've had this one on here before as Rams running backs. Um, and to be honest, I mean, this is just an obvious one, kind of. I mean, they have Cam Akers and Malcolm Brown, both pretty good running backs. Malcolm Brown went off against the Cowboys week one, but week two he busted with 4.1 points. So I, to those who start who started him in probably like an 18, 10 team league. Um, so, I mean, that's unfortunate, but I mean, it's – I mean, it's just – you never really know who's going to get more points. It's almost like with the Rams wide receivers, too, with Cooper Cup and uh, Robert Woods and even including Tyler Higbee and that, even though he's a tight end. It's just you never really know, and it's just like the Rams team in general is just it's, – it's almost just average, sort of. Like they have so many average wide receivers and so many average, like, running backs. Uh, in, uh, so it's just like you never really know who's going to go off. You know, like a – yeah, like I, I uh, I think Malcolm Brown was hurt last week, but I think it was like near the end of the game, so it didn't really matter. But yeah, he didn't play that well uh, in week two. 
Uh, but for my first it wouldn't, player, it wouldn't surprise me if he got injured <laughs> after everything yeah, that happened didn't... with this week. I wouldn't surprise that wouldn't surprise me. For my first player to bench is uh, Deshaun Watson, the Texans quarterback. He's not been playing too well through two weeks. I mean, he's been playing decent, but he's thrown an interception in both games. Uh, yeah, he's played against the two, probably the two top teams in the league, in uh, weeks one and two. Uh, so that definitely doesn't help him. But he's going against the Steelers this week. Steelers have a good defense. Uh, and Deshaun Watson, I mean, he was projected to be a top five quarterback this season. I think the loss of De- DeAndre Hopkins is more than I thought it would be. I mean, don't get me wrong. Watson's playing pretty well for not having a – for having just mediocre wide receivers out there. But uh, I think that there's probably some other options to start this week over Deshaun Watson. I mean, obviously, if you if he's your only quarterback or something, then you kind of have to start him unless you can add someone. But uh, try to avoid starting. If you're going to add Deshaun someone, Watson add Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, if he's your only choice, then yeah. But anyways, my other player to bench is that I got Rob Gronkowski. Rob Gronkowski is horrible. Madden 21 got it all wrong whenever they gave him a 92 rating and a superstar ability trait. They got it so wrong. Uh, Rob Gronkowski is, only got one target by Tom Brady this past week and dropped it. Uh, the first this, the first week, I think he got two targets, maybe three. Cat caught. I know he caught two of them. Uh, but so far, I mean, he's, uh, I mean, he's only gotten like three catches or something like that. So definitely bench him because I mean, to be honest, if you're uh, if you're uh, if you're going to be Tom Brady. Who are you going to go to? Mike Evans. Or, uh, and I think, did Chris Godwin also get injured? Because I saw that he had zero points. Yeah, I think he was li- Gosh. Anyways, so we've even missed a few people, a few major people. <laughs> um, so, anyways, but, yeah, I mean, definitely bench him uh, because he's just been doing horrible. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't too high on Gronk this year. I didn't think he was going to. Uh, be as good as everyone was um, hyping him up to be. Like you said, Madden 21 definitely was wrong about his uh, his rating. But uh, for my second player to be is, uh, it's like, uh, it's another group like you had for your first player to bench. It's any 49ers wide receiver, uh, really any 49ers offensive player, but specifically wide receiver. You probably don't have 49ers wide receiver, to be honest. Um, George Kittle's hurt. He's a type of guy that he was. He, you, if you're playing fantasy football and you have tight ends, you have George Kittle. Uh, but he's hurt. Debo well, Samuel's George Kittle hurt. might actually be so you, playing. George Kittle might play on, yeah, on with, uh, Sunday. Yeah, but with Jimmy G, their quarterback out, who's their backup? I don't even know who their backup is. It's probably like yeah. I read. I actually I read somewhere that's like Jimmy G and George Kittle probably won't play. They said that they'll probably choose not to play based on their injuries, but they said that they're both they both have injuries where they uh, where Sunday is actually a realistic time frame of when they could be ready to go. So they actually could both start, but again, you're gonna have to be following up on that in that situation to see because if one of them doesn't start, uh, then that's kind of almost like what changes your whole play. Because if if Jimmy G doesn't start, don't start George Kittle like you're saying. I mean, that's no just. <laughs> So, but yeah, they said it's almost like going to be almost a game time to sit, and I assume they're going to announce it the day before or the day of. Just be checking that. Yeah, the uh, 
49ers backup is Nick Mullins. And That's... I think yeah, I think that I think that Jimmy G won't be playing. But uh just avoid 49ers wide receivers for this week just because uh, like you said, it's probably gonna be a game time time decision for Garoppolo and you don't want to risk having a game time decision. And honestly, 49ers wide receivers aren't guys you should particularly be starting in the first place unless it's a really big uh, league or George Kittle. Um, I'm specifically talking about receivers like Debo Samuel's pretty probably the only one you would actually be starting. Uh, and honestly, I don't know how many leagues can start him. But still, uh, I just think don't start any 49ers wide receiver, both just in case and because it's probably not the smartest move even with Jimmy G available. All right, so next we'll go on to our to what we thought our top game and top players were of this past week. So top game, I think obvious. I mean, well, actually, to be honest, it wasn't actually too obvious. There were two games I was going back and forth between. One of them was the Chiefs and the Chargers, and the other one was the game I chose, which is the Falcons-Cowboys game. I mean, the Falcons-Cowboys game looked like it was over after the after the half, and the Cowboys came back to win it. So, I mean, obviously, just you like the comeback story. Um, but also, I mean, it's just – I mean, yeah, I mean, you can look at it and say, oh, look, well, it was a rookie quarterback led the team into overtime against the defending champs. Yeah, that was really good too. And actually, until today, I actually had the Chiefs-Chargers as my uh, as my top game. But then I was looking at it, and I was like, the Cowboys-Falcons game was just still a little better because of the comeback. Yeah, um, my first, my top game was uh, that same game, the Falcons Cowboys. Um, the Cowboys struggled early. The Falcons took that twenty to nothing lead, and the twenty nine ten halftime lead. The Cowboys they clawed back to make it thirty nine thirty seven with just under two minutes to go. Cowboys recovered the onside kick, uh, which was a great onside kick uh, by Greg Zerline. It was like, how did the Falcons not jump on that? It wasn't ten yards yet, like so the I Cowboys was... couldn't touch it. Yeah, it has yeah. to go 10 yards. Exactly. The Falcons have exactly three like three guys surrounding it. And all they have to do is jump on it, cover it up, and it's Falcons football. The Falcons win the football game. But they don't cover it up. It goes 10 yards, and then C.J. Goodwin jumps on it, and it's Cowboys football, and the Cowboys go down the field, kick the, kick the game-winning field goal, win the game 40-39. to That's the thing I was so confused about. And even I was mentioning it to you, to you in, like, score today. It's just like – how on earth did the Falcons not recover that? I mean, as a Cowboys fan, I love it, but as a football fan, my word, how do you not recover that? Did they not know that you can, like, touch it? Or uh, did you not know that you can, like, touch it before it reaches the 10-yard line or something? It's not just – it's not, like, two-way. It's I mean, it's only the offense that can't touch it. It's I, I just don't get it. Yeah, neither do I. All right, so my next player, uh, top player, is obviously uh, is Josh Allen. He had his, like you said, broke his career high from last week at 417 passing yards and four touchdowns going for 24, 24 for 35. So Josh Allen had a really good game. He's just going to be a really good player this whole, I think, this whole season, so long as he doesn't fall into the uh, injury list either. So I think it's going to be a really good game. Uh, I, this week, uh, I think that Josh Allen's going to have another good game. But, I mean, he's definitely the top player last week. My top player is going to surprise you probably. Um, this is a quarterback-heavy show, rightfully so, because quarterbacks are the most important player in football. College football shows 
our college football show is quarterback heavy. This show is quarterback heavy. So whenever you have an opportunity to go with a non-quarterback for top player, and especially this player's position, I'm going to jump on it. But, so I'm going with a kicker, Greg Zerline. Two for two on field goals, four for four on extra points. That's pretty good. That's good. But the onside kick, which we just talked about, to give the Cowboys the ball with less than two minutes, was absolutely incredible. He also hit the game-winning field goal to bring the Cowboys back from down 20 to win 40 to 39. Greg Zerline was the best. He was the most valuable player for sure this week, and he was the top player this week. The Cowboys would be 0-2 without him. Greg Zerline, top player of the week. I'm sorry, did you just call a kicker the top player of the week? Yes, I did. You actually just called a kicker the top player kickers of the week. Kickers deserve love too, bro. I know they deserve, kickers love. deserve love. Kickers win a lot of kickers win a lot of games. They don't get that much respect for it. But uh, last time I checked, the kickers aren't the ones scoring thirty something points. <laughs> but mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, okay. <laughs> Let's just go ahead and go on to your top players for this week. <laughs> he, had, he had ten of their forty points. They had thirty points without him, and an onside kick. But uh, top players for the week, uh, number five is Joe Burrow, the Bengals quarterback versus the Eagles. Uh, Dwayne Haskins played well in week one against the Eagles. Um, Jared Goff played well in week two versus the Eagles. I think Joe Burrow is going to have a big game this week. Uh, his first time on the top players segment for um, NFL. And I think he's going to have a big week three and establish his name um, more than it already is established as not just the hype, but also being actually – Proving it on the field that he's a great quarterback in the NFL. Josh, yeah. uh, Joe Burrow at number five. Yeah, you just mentioned Joe Burrow not being on the on the top players list, and then you put in in NFL because he was on the top players list a lot last year for college football. Uh, on the Heisman leaderboard, number one, like every single week after week three. So I mean, it was just, I mean, it was it was really good watching him uh, college. I think he's going to do some amazing things in, in NFL. I still remember everyone saying, oh, he's not an NFL quarterback. And, I mean, he's done pretty good his first two games. They did come up with the lot with the with two losses. But, I mean, it was to five points by the Browns. And um, I don't know what the, for, what, their, uh, for, what the first game was. But, I mean, it's like – I mean, he's not doing horrible for a, for, a, uh, for a rookie quarterback. I mean, he's not doing Kyler Murray type because even Kyler Murray last year, he was – Kyler Murray did really good last year as his uh, – as uh, being a starter and rookie for the first uh, for the first time and everything and so I mean but Joe Burrow I think is definitely like I think he's gonna end up pos I don't know about this though is that's like a Joe Burrow is a really good player but I don't know if he'd end up being better than Kyler Murray because they're both two different type of field field plays because Kyler Murray's a scrambler and Joe Burrow is an improviser so I don't know which one is gonna be better but we'll see about next year and see how Joe Burrow and Kyler Murray compare. Uh, number four, I actually have Kyler Murray um, playing against the Lions. I think he's going to have a big game. I mean, Milton Trubisky had a big game against the Lions. Aaron Rodgers had a big game against the Lions. Kyler Murray's going to have a big game against the Lions. Kyler Murray uh, four, at four for top players this week. All right. Uh, and real quick, right, right before I uh, talk about Kyler Murray, I, I, which I probably won't just because I was just talking about, uh, I just got an alert saying that the Atlanta Braves clinched a playoff spot. So now that's the Dodgers, Padres, and Braves who have clinched playoff spots for uh, the World Series uh, tournament. Uh, so 
But yeah, anyways, Kyler, back to Kyler Murray. Uh, Kyler Murray, yeah, he's a really good player. Uh, he has a lot of targets. I think he's going to be really good this week. Like I said, I'm really high on the Cardinals. They're a 2-0 team. Uh, the, I mean, the Cardinals are uh, playing the Lions this week, who don't really have that good of a uh, – who don't really have that good of a um, secondary. So, I mean, I think he's going to do really good. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I'm just looking forward to watching them play because the Cardinals are one of those teams that will surprise you, them and the Raiders. On number three, I've got Josh Allen. Uh, he's in a, I'm sticking with him. Uh, he's had two really big games this week, so I'm baking on him to have another big game. Uh, two really good games this season, so I'm baking on him. I'm baking on him to have another big game this week against the Rams. I think he's going to play really well. Um, probably like 200 to 300 yards again. Uh, two to three touchdowns through the air with some more yards and maybe another touchdown on the ground. I think he's going to have a big game this week. Yeah, I mean, the stats for last week speak for themselves. I mean, I know it was against the Dolphins, but I mean, still, it's, I mean, Josh Allen's a really good quarterback. It's going to be uh, really good to watch him against this uh, team, considering it's going to be like one of his, uh, ma- one of his major tasks, considering the um, Rams have a real, pretty, really good uh, secondary with Jalen Ramsey, John, John, John Johnson, everything else. So, I mean, I think this is going to be a really good test for John, Josh Allen this season. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Like you said, I think it'll be a good test. Uh, but at number two, I've got Lamar Jackson, uh, Ravens quarterback versus the Chiefs. This is going to be a big, big game, Ravens versus Chiefs, probably the two best teams in the league uh, and two of the best quarterbacks in the league for sure. Um, I'm looking for looking forward to this one. I think Lamar Jackson's going to have a big game throwing and running. He's definitely been a better uh, passer so far through this season, and I think he's just going. I think he's going to play really, really well again, and I think he's going to have a big game this week and be the uh, second best player of the week. Yeah, just like you said, uh, Lamar Jackson now doing really a lot better on his throwing and stuff, and that's what I like to see. I mean, as as much fun as it is watching him uh, get out of the pocket and run for a lot of yards, but it's also a lot of fun to see him do that, but also throw the ball and stuff. And it's, it's just it's it's amazing watching him. But yeah, he'll probably be on the on the top players, him, Patrick Mahomes, a lot this season. Um, I can't. I mean, I can't speak for yourself, but I mean, I think that they'll probably will. Considering they're probably two best players in the league right now. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, and at number one, I've got the guy he's going up against, and that's Pat Mahomes, Chiefs quarterback, obviously, versus the Ravens. I think he's going to have a big game throwing the ball. Um, like you said, one of the best quarterbacks in the league, probably the, the best quarterback in the league. I think he's going to have a big game, uh, 300 to 400 yards, uh, three, four touchdowns. Uh, he's going to have a huge uh, week three. Yeah, I mean, Patrick Mahomes kind of speaks for himself as to why it would, he would be a top player. So, I mean, not really need an explanation there, but, I mean, it will be a pretty good matchup between the Ravens and Chiefs, uh, which we'll talk about uh, in a little bit going into my top games. So, number five uh, for the top games, I have the Rams versus the Bills. Uh, this is going to be a really good game. Like I said, good test for Josh Allen uh, against the Rams defense. Also going to be a pretty – I think it's going to be a good test for Jared Goff, though, against Tredavious White, too, though. So, I mean, I think that's going to overall just going to be a really good test for both quarterbacks. Uh, I think that will be a really good game. Uh, so, that's why they're number five on the top games. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this game, Josh Allen versus the Rams defense. Like you said, it's going to be a good test for Allen. Uh, I think he's going to have a big game. I'm really looking forward to this one. All right, next we got the uh, Las Vegas Raiders versus the New England Patriots. Uh, mentioned this a little bit earlier. Uh 
Josh Jacobs, Henry Ruggs, Derek Carr, they've all and Darren Waller, they've all been looking really good this season. It's going to be interesting if they can keep it up against the Patriots who with Cam Newton, Julian Elman, uh, and I mean uh, with everything that they got on defense with uh, Stephon Gilmore. It's going to be a really good test for Derek Carr. I think against Stephon Gilmore, they're probably the best cornerback in the league. Um, uh, against, uh, but he's going to be against Derek Carr, and if they can't get anything going on the passing yards, it's fine. They always got Josh Jacobs, like I said, been a top five running back this season so far. Yeah, this is going to be a good game as well. Uh, Raiders pulled the upset over the Saints in week two. Uh, looking forward to what they can do in week three against the Patriots. Um, Derek Carr versus Cam Newton. Uh, really looking forward to this one. I think it'll be a good game. All right, so my next game is uh, Packers versus the Saints. I think this is going to be a really good game. Uh, it's going to be interesting because I don't know if Devontae Adams is going to be playing or not because his hand, hamstring injury. Um, but Michael Thomas, don't know if he's going to be playing or not. He should, but I, I mean, you don't know. Um, Alma Kamara and Aaron Jones, though, number one and number two running backs, at least also on the fantasy uh, – uh, also on the uh, uh, fantasy, like, rankings for position. Uh, but – over, I mean, overall, just so far this year, I mean, they've just been both on fire. So, I mean, I think that's going to be really good also between Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers. Drew Brees isn't doing as good as he was doing, but I still think that maybe yesterday was just kind of a – like almost kind of just a rough spot for the Saints. Yeah, this is going to be a great matchup of Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, two of the greatest quarterbacks of all time uh, going at it. Then uh, Aaron Jones and Alvin Kamara, backs – uh, Devontae Adams, Michael Thomas. This is a, a really big matchup uh, for position groups and definitely position players. You've got two top 20 overall quarterbacks in NFL history, two top 10 run, two top, yeah, 10 or 15 running backs in the league, probably 10, two top 10 running backs in the league right now, and then two top five receivers in the league right now. This is a really interesting matchup. I'm looking forward to it. All right. So next, uh, so next we will go to the second game. Of the, I mean, the uh, fourth game so far, but number two on my list. Uh, so the Cowboys versus the Seahawks. It's gonna be a really good matchup. Uh, Seahawks are better than the Falcons, so it's gonna be interesting to see how the Cowboys handle this. Um, I mean, Russell Wilson's been crazy so far. I mean, Chris Carson's been pretty good. DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett both right there have been really good. Also, um, so I mean, their defense has been good. Everything's just been going. Good for the Seahawks, but Cowboys lost the first game, was really struggling in the Falcons game, barely came back to win it. Um, I think maybe now they're starting to get warmed up with the new coach and everything. Maybe they'll start to get things rolling. Um, but, I mean, I think that's going to be a really just an overall really good game between these two uh, teams. Yeah, these they, uh, they've had a history of having uh, good matchups, and I'm really looking forward to this one. Hopefully the Cowboys can come out of this one with a win to start 2-1, and one, really when they should be. Oh, and two. As a Cowboys fan, I'm hoping. Uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll make my pick here in the next few minutes. But uh, like I said, I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be a big game. Uh, definitely one of the top ones this week. Tune into this one. All right. And then um, that last one, uh, obviously, Monday Night Football, Chiefs-Ravens. going to be an excellent matchup. I cannot wait to, uh, to see it. I mean, it's going to just be amazing. I mean, Russell Wilson. I mean, no, whoa. Lamar Jackson versus Patrick Mahomes. Um, I mean, uh, both former MVPs the past two years. Uh, I mean, you got you have such fast fast teams. You got Tyreek Hill on one side with uh, Marquise Brown on the other. Uh, you got Mark Andrews versus Travis Kelsey. 
Uh, I mean, even going to, I mean, J.K. Dobbins slash Mark Ingram kind of almost splitting carries sort of uh, against uh, Clyde Retailer. So it's like rookie quarterback, uh, I mean, uh, both good quarterbacks, rookie running backs, um, fast wide receivers. It's just almost kind of, it's almost even except for on the defense because I think that Chiefs do have a better defense. It will be, I mean, they have a better secondary. I don't know about defensive line, but it will be interesting to watch this game. It's going to be a really good game. Yeah, this one is pretty obvious for top game of the week. you got probably the two top teams in the league, maybe definitely the top two teams in the AFC, uh, and then two of the top uh, quarterbacks and overall players. And then, like you just listed off all the matchups, this is going to be a really good game on Monday night. I'm really looking forward to it. All right, next we got the MVP leaderboard. Uh, so I'll just go ahead and go from five to one, and then you can just say if yours really differ at all. I mean, I think the top four will probably be the same. I don't know about five. But number five, I got Kyler Murray coming in at number five. Uh, number four, Josh Allen. Number three, Lamar Jackson. Number two, Russell Wilson. And number one, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, mine is uh, pretty much all the same guys, just one different guy, uh, but different order. Mine changed a lot again. It changed a lot from uh, week one to week two, and it's changing a lot from week two to week three. Uh, so number five, I got Aaron Rodgers. Uh, he was at number one, moved him back to number five. So five, Aaron Rodgers. Four is Lamar Jackson. Three is Pat Mahomes. Two, Josh Allen. And one, Russell Wilson. All right. So with that, we will go into our final segment, and that's just the picks. Uh, so first game, Thursday Night Football, Dolphins versus Jaguars. It's going to be kind of just – almost like what we thought the Browns and the Bengals were going to be. It's just the, the almost like a boring game between two of the worst teams. So, I mean, I got the Jaguars coming out to win there just because I think the Jaguars and Minshew Mania are better than Dolphin, other than the Dolphins. So I got the Jaguars. Yeah, this one's going to be a really not interesting game. But I got the Jaguars like you do. All right, next is the 49ers versus the Giants. And this is just tough, man. This is tough. 49ers suffered so many injuries. They're probably the three top players. Um, and the Giants lost their top player. I, I mean, I have a lot of time, hard time with this one, but um, I think that's going to be a really good game, to be honest, but it shouldn't be. 49ers should obviously crush the Giants if they had full uh, health. But I got the 49ers still coming out with the win there, even though they – I mean, if, if Jimmy G plays, then the, then the 49ers come out with the win easily. If, the, if Jimmy G doesn't play – I don't know. I think the Giants might actually come out with a win there. I got the 49ers regardless. But, uh, all right, so next we'll go on to the Texans versus the Steelers. Uh, I got the Steelers. Texans haven't really been doing too hot. I mean, they do have – they did have the Chiefs and Ravens, their first two matchups. Uh, but they um, – but, I mean, I mean, this is almost unfair. They have to play the top three teams in the AFC back to back to back. Are you kidding me? Like, how is that fair to the Texans? Anyways, I got the Steelers coming out with another win here. Yeah, I do too. Steelers. All right, next we got the Bears versus the Falcons. Uh, I think that this is going to be a, almost another good game, though. I mean, a Falcons should win the game, but they have a history for, for I mean, blowing stuff just like they did with the uh, Cowboys game, Super Bowl uh, back. I mean, so I got – I mean, I do, I, I, I do have the Bears coming out with the win here. Um – this one was kind of a tough one for me, uh, but I think I'm going to go with the Bears as well. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, these are some tough matchups. Um, not even too much, in, too many injuries. Just these are just some really good matchups this week. Uh, Rams versus Bills. Not too much to, um, not too much to worry about there. It's uh, just, I mean, Bills. I think are going to win. Uh, Rams will put up a good fight, but I think that the Bills will ultimately win by about ten points. Yeah, Josh Allen. He's been playing really well. I got Josh Allen and the Bills coming away with the win starting 3-0. and All right. Next, we got the Washington versus the Browns. Again, it's going to be kind of a weird game. Uh, Washington's not too great of a team, neither are the Browns. Um, I do have the Browns end up winning, though. I didn't have them covering, but I think that they will end up winning. I don't know. It will be a really interesting game to watch. Um, but, I I mean, the Washington defensive line versus the Browns offensive line, there's no really comparison there. Their defensive line will take over. But um, I do think the Browns will come out with the win there. Yeah, I got the Browns as well. The football team isn't, isn't as good as I, – I picked the football team to beat the Cardinals last week. That did not turn out that well. Uh, so I got the Browns this week. All right, so next we'll go with the Titans versus the Vikings. Uh, I got the Titans coming up to win here. Um, Vikings uh, haven't really been looking too great. I mean, Adam Thielen's been doing a lot better, to be honest. It's, and Stefan Diggs aren't really comp- competing for the number one spot. But I do have the Titans coming up to win here. I do think that the Titans are the better team uh, than the Vikings. Uh, Titans are probably top five for sure, if not top three in the uh, in, in the AFC right now. So it'll be a pretty good game between these two, but I think the Titans will come up to win. Yeah, I got the Titans as well. I covered this in my coverage picks. I think the Titans will win by 10 or more. All right, so as I mentioned before, Raiders versus Patriots. I had, I had the Patriots not covering, but almost like I mentioned, uh, it's almost like an underdog pick. I got the Raiders coming out with the win here again, uh, starting a, starting 3-0. and um, So, I mean, I think that's a – I think that uh, the Raiders are one uh, – Raiders and Cardinals are one of those teams that will surprise you. I think the, the Raiders will surprise you again this week. I disagree. I think the Patriots will win that uh, hype chain surrounding the Raiders now after that win yesterday. I got the Patriots and Cam Newton coming away with the win. It's all good. I'm not on the hype train now. I was on the hype train for the Raiders and Cardinals at the beginning of the season, so I got nothing to lose. <laughs> all right, so um, next we got the Bengals versus the Eagles. Um, I think this is going to be uh, another one of those uh, games that's uh, going to be a little weird. Um, I, I do have the Eagles coming out to win here. Um, it'll be interesting to watch the, uh, the Joe Burrow go up against the Eagles, but I do think that they will eventually uh, come out with the win. It's going to be a close one, though. I was impressed by the way Joe Burrow played. He showed a lot of promise. Uh, I think that the Eagles are definitely not as good a team as we expect them to be. I got the Bengals winning this one. Uh, so next is the Jets versus the Colts. Uh, Colts have been looking pretty good with Phillip Rivers, uh, um, but the Jets just haven't really been looking good just at all. Uh, so Le'Veon Bell out and everything. Just um, So, I mean, I got the Colts winning this one pretty handily. Yeah, Colts by probably 15, 14-15-ish. Colts by two touchdowns. All right, next we got the Panthers versus the Chargers. Chargers are going to win this one, to be honest, pretty easily. Teddy Bridgewater isn't that good of a quarterback. Tyrod Taylor's back. To be honest, Tyrod Taylor's not that good of a quarterback either. But they do have Keenan Allen. Um and I mean, I mean, I know the Panthers have uh, Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore, but they don't have the best running back in the nation. If they had him, then I'd probably actually be going with the Panthers right now. But they don't, so I have the because uh, they're going to be almost forced to pass, which will allow Joey Bosa to get in there, 
and I think that the and and um uh, Melvin Ingram the second and get in there uh and the Chargers are gonna end up winning this game. Yeah, I got the Chargers in this one. I think the uh, loss of McCaffrey will make a bigger impact. Will make a pretty big impact, and the Chargers will uh, come away with this one. But I think it'll be a pretty close game, probably like six or seven points. All right. So um, next we got the uh, Buccaneers versus the Broncos. Uh, Broncos suffered so many injuries. Uh, I mean, Drew Locke, their starting quarterback, don't even know who their backup is now. Corlin Sutton, their best wide receiver, out for the season. Just this is going to be a tough uh, season for a lot of teams, but especially the Broncos. Uh, I mean, they were the most pro- they were probably the most hurt with long term injuries. I mean, so I Nick. I mean, I know that the Sporting Irish probably suffered the most injuries for the for this week, probably. But probably the Broncos uh, long term. So I got the Bucks coming out the win here. Yeah, without Drew Lock, uh, the Buccaneers, uh, the Browns won't be. Without Drew Lock, the Broncos won't be that good. Um, said every team that wasn't that started with a B that wasn't the Broncos the actual team but uh like I said Broncos won't be uh that good without Locke so I got uh the Buccaneers coming away with the win this week all right next we got the Cowboys versus the Seahawks uh this is gonna be a really tough matchup I also had a really hard time picking this because it's just like I am a Cowboys fan but at the same time I have to be unbiased I kept on looking at the stats I mean to be honest this was the game I looked over and over again because I didn't want to come across being biased um but it's just – it's like I had such a hard time picking this game. But it's like if – I mean, I think that Chidobe Awuzie is good. Uh, I don't know if he will be or not. But if he is, I mean, uh, and to be honest, even if he's not, I think I still got to go with the Cowboys winning this one. I think it's going to be a really close one. Um, like I'm talking about like three-point game. But I do think that they'll come out with the win there. Um, as a Cowboys fan, it pains me a lot to say this. But like you said, you got to be unbiased. You got to – I gotta say what I think is actually gonna happen. Uh, so I got the Seahawks winning this one. Um, just Russell Wilson's gonna be too much playing up there in Seattle. Uh, I know that it won't be with fans, but uh, still, I think the Seahawks are uh, will come away with a win this week against the Cowboys. So give me the Seahawks. I really yeah, I mean, say that. Yeah, I mean, as a Cowboys fan, it's just like I don't. I, I mean, Seahawks aren't really really one of our rivals, you know. Just I just don't like the Seahawks kind of in general. Um, but it's just like Seahawks might win, and I, I mean, I hope that that's wrong, <laughs> and I hope that you're wrong, your prediction's wrong as a Cowboys fan, but yeah, I, mean, I don't know. It'll be a good game, but it will be interesting. All right, so next is the Lions versus the Cardinals. Um, mentioned this whenever we were talking about uh, Kyler Murray for the top players. Uh, I think the Cardinals are just going to take away with this game. They beat the um, they beat the football team and also the 49ers whenever the 49ers were at full strength. So I mean I think that the Cardinals are just going to be amazing this this year uh, this uh, this week uh, and also this year. But uh, I think the Cardinals will come out the easy win here. Yeah, pretty easy win for the Cards. All right. So next is the Packers versus the Saints. Uh, Sunday night football. Um, again, this is a really tough matchup. I mean, so many tough matchups. So I'm going to go ahead and say this. I don't think this is really cheating on picks or whatever. But I have the Saints. Unless Devontae Adams will play. If Devontae Adams plays, I, I got the Packers. But if he, Devontae Adams does not play, I got the Saints. So, it comes down to that because, to be honest, they don't really have too many other uh, – I think they have what uh, – I don't even know because Devin Funches, I think, opted out. I don't think he's playing. It's like they had him, but he opted out. So, it's like I don't even know who they're – Marquez Valdez-Scantling, I don't know. Um, 
So it's just it's just tough for the. I mean, they got Aaron Jones. That's why he boomed last week because Devontae Adams went out. But um, Saints have so many targets. Plus, if uh, Michael Thomas comes back, it's just going to be another great target. So I mean, I have the Saints unless Devontae Adams play. I originally had the Saints uh, because of Adams, but after seeing the way that the uh, Saints played last night, I changed my pick. I got the Packers winning this one. I think Aaron Rodgers um, is playing better right now than Drew Brees is, so I got the Packers winning this one. All right, and then the final game, uh, really going to be a really good game. It's going to be really, really interesting to see Lamar Jackson versus Patrick Holmes, rookie running back versus rookie running back. Um, even though Mark Ingram may be the starter, J.K. Dawes has been doing really good. Speed versus speed. I mean, it's just going to be such a good game. It's going to be really close. But I do have the Ravens coming out the win here. I agree. Ravens in a close one. All right. So, with that being said, that wraps up this uh, episode of Section 105 Game Day. Um, thanks for joining us. Uh, don't forget to uh, click the subscribe button. Um Send us a, a give us a, a rating, review, comment, anything. Uh, we'll make sure to uh, say that in the next uh, podcast episode. Um, but uh, if you have anything you want to include in the podcast, you can leave it in your review or email us at ekos at gmail.com or davescjackson at icloud.com. Again, thanks for joining us, and we will see you uh, for college football week four. So thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us, Davis. Thank you.